It was so they brought Penny Arribiata, which has been you know it's not what I ordered, and I'm a bit you know I get a bit like oh, yeah. that's not what I ordered. I've yeah. been thinking about that. I'm yeah. not what you know, a bit like that. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you doing? Well, yeah, I'm all right. You, you called me mate back, didn't you? I said mate, and rather than ben. Uh, mate, all right, pal. What, right, mate? Peter? We're friends. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> yeah, nice to see you too. What's going on? How are you doing? Yeah, not much going on to be honest, but ticking over. All right. What are we talking about today? Talking Tonight. about crime. Crime. And okay. That's quite a large subject. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about everything to do with crime. <laughs> or uh, crime. Specifically arguing that rehabilitation is a key part of the multi-layered policy approach we need to reduce offending rates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. And, I, know, was wondering, I was wondering like, how you were going to yeah, encapsulate it. Well, you did okay, I think, there. The thing is, all the animals come out at night, don't they? The whores, the skunk pussies, the buggers, the queens, the fairies, the dopes, the junkies. Sick. Venal. What, what is this? What's happening? Someday a real rain is going to come and wash all the scum oh, off the streets. Okay. Yes, okay. All right. Um, so but, and there's going to be a monologue, is there? Yep. It's mm, <laughs> just coming in a minute. Good. And here we go. Just going gonna to do it now, yeah? Yeah. Now then, last week Boris Johnson pledged to target crime and antisocial behaviour. Nothing new there. Every PM will at some point try and boost the poll ratings by getting tough on crime. It's always an issue of public concern. Every full-blooded Conservative and everyone on the hard right can't help but get a semi on thinking about coming down hard on the criminal scum that are ruining our society. <clears throat> it's also an issue where the public, that's you cunts out there listening to me now, consistently think the government are failing to do enough. It's never an issue where we're all happy, is it? We all think that it's going to hell in a handbasket. You do want them fucking hanging, don't you, you lot, for your entertainment? Savages. YouGov shows a pretty consistent negative rating for how the government is handling the issue of crime in the UK. It's currently at 54% believe the government is handling the issue badly. So, it's as good a time as any to make some policy announcements. But what do I, Ben Kelly, think about this issue, I hear no one ask? Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. That's what you're here for, isn't it? Probably not, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I think, and I'm going to make it snappy for you, because I know you haven't got much of an attention span, you lot, in the public. I think if you're going to get tough on crime, you have to get tough on the causes of crime. Yes, it's a good line, isn't it? So, the causes, to my mind, things such as poverty, poor education unemployment, addiction, mental health issues, and so on. Essentially, the social ills that are often the underlying reasons behind offending and reoffending. 
In my opinion, no crime reduction strategy is going to be successful without integrating intervention programmes into the policy approach. What do I mean? Let's look at some facts first. Some cold stone facts that I have actually researched. Yes, research, I know. Actual preparation this time. Now, Scotland and England and Wales have the highest imprisonment rate in Western Europe. The prison population has risen by 74% in the last 30 years and is currently projected to rise by a further 20,000 by 2026. So something clearly isn't working there for me. And I'd say there's not enough focus on rehabilitation. And prison sentences are being overused for petty and persistent crime. Over 40,000 people were sent to prison to serve a sentence in 2020. The majority, 63%, had committed a non-violent offence and almost half, 33%, were sentenced to service six months or less. 63% of those who receive a prison sentence of less than 12 months re-offend within a year. Overall, 48% are reconvicted of another offence within one year of release. That's too many people being released from prison only to return there shortly after. So that's a vicious cycle, a self-perpetuating cycle. I think the evidence clearly indicates the desperate need for an approach that considers the medium to long-term effect results of any crime reduction policies. So let's look at this. For example, only 10% of people are in employment six weeks after leaving prison. After a year, the figure rises only to 17%. Only half of people released from prison between March 2019 and 2020 had settled accommodation on release. 17% were homeless or sleeping rough. We've got to remember, behind these statistics are real people, individual human beings. You've got to ask yourself, what would you do? Where would you go from there? You're homeless, you haven't got settled accommodation, can't find a job, what would you do? Clearly for me, crime seems a much easier option than overcoming those barriers. And then we add mental health issues into the mix. So 71% of women and 47% of men in prison reported they had mental health issues. There's a study of 469 male and female prisoners found that 42% of participants had been previously diagnosed with a mental illness. Yet only a quarter of that sample, a quarter, reported current contact with prison mental health services. Another issue, 34% of people assessed in prison in 2017 to 2018 reported they had a learning disability or difficulty. So, to sum up, what we need is an overarching strategy that includes addressing the social ills that trap people in a cycle of reoffending, because no crime reduction plan can succeed without it. Reducing crime requires a multi-layered policy approach. It will be neither simple, nor will it be cheap. And that is my opinion of the week. Okay, let's start. Um, okay, well, we've we've just been discussing there off off camera that there's <laughs> there's a bit of a bit of a motif, isn't there? There's a bit of a motif in these episodes of of um, you going through some kind of like learning experience yeah, <laughs> around so a specific subject, <laughs> <laughs> and then saying this is what I think now. You should think that now. <laughs> just got to change my mind. I'm, like, I'm not going to change my mind again. So you should think this now. Yeah, this is what I think about this, and this is how I got to this position. And let's talk about that. Yeah, um, we did it with well Brexit, obviously. Um, the last episode we did with, with with the drugs, with the old drugs. Yep. Drugs. This time we're talking about a bit of crime, um, <laughs> bit of old crime, bit of old crime, and <laughs> and there was a bit of that. Um, 
Well, it's what you mentioned last time, didn't you, about your your working experience and, how and just like drugs, I've also committed numerous crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <That's, laughs> like everyone does, you know. Yeah. Maybe tell us a bit about the um, about yeah, about where you worked before and how yeah, exactly. This that, that is this. that is involved again. Like, like we spoke last week about uh, volunteer again. I should say this is about a year or so, and then I moved into a different role in the same company, writing tenders. So don't want to be overstate. It's about a year's experience in it, but it was quite impactful, like I said last week, um, and that was uh, uh, that was charity that was aiming to reduce crime and we you know we talked about addressing the addiction issues last week um and that was one of the things they looked to address along with trying to get people into housing and employment and addressing their mental health issues so same thing same similar not same thing but a similar, similar yeah i just want to use the story again it's like classic for virtue signal signaling and yeah yeah yeah, yeah just although, try and make sure that all listeners know how good a person you can be no well, or, yeah but that's or, the thing or you I, happen I, to have fallen into little, at some point in your past accidentally being a good I, person I, sometimes I, I still don't have a full like sociological view of uh Criminal justice. <laughs> still oh. I remember because I was saying that there's, there's plenty of incidents where, when you're uh, when I was there and mixing with meeting all these different people and seeing how they behave and stuff. There were there's plenty of people where just pulling out that that little instinct that the Daily Mail's really good at tickling. Where it's like fucking, fucking bang him up. He's a fucking scumbag. You know, it wasn't all. It wasn't all fucking like oh those people, those poor people. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Yes. But um, this isn't you know an area where you can. This is where you can have just one opinion. It's too much of a broad subject. So it's just trying to focus on the balance between punishment, deterrence, rehabilitation, and where people are on that. You know, and again, that's a thing where well, there's a good percentage of the public that are you know plenty of people think oh the prisons are too soft and you know sentences are too short or you know etc so it's always good that's why politicians are always getting tough on crime every every pm ends up getting tough on crime at some point in the yeah yeah it's obviously it's convenient for the pm at the moment isn't it the 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 pivot from pandemic to crime and obviously he, he leads with his with his um you know, headlines which which might you know yeah, like attract it, attention, and he, he you know he alludes to things like chain gangs, and it's all it is all about punishment, isn't it? The yeah, ang- angle yeah. is all on the punishment, and yeah, obviously your point is that to be tough on crime, you need to be tough on the, the cause. causes of crime. Yes. that's what he said. I was like, as Tony Blair said, I'm a bit, it's a bit irritating that I'm using that, but sort of works. <laughs> it's a good political line, isn't it? So essentially. Yeah, well, I don't think I've said that some causes of crime, are, you know, poverty, poor education, addiction, blah blah blah, mental health issues. Um, you know, that's not always the case. There's still, you know, there's another side to it as well. But you know, if you don't address those things, then you, it's that's a social investment trying to invest in 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 in, in trying to address the the, re, the causes of of reoffending, whether it's people stuck in cycles of addiction or you know, or whatever it is, if you don't address them, then you're going to get nowhere. It's not all just about banging people up and locking away the key. To, yeah. It's always appealing to the base instinct. 
in a I think p- prisons uh, prisons exist for essentially meant to be for two reasons, isn't it? It's protecting the public yep. from dangerous individuals. Yeah. And rehabilitating people. Yeah. That's the idea, isn't it? So yeah. so, so so non-conforming just, members of society can be turned into people who can conform and contribute to society. Yeah, which surely gets difficult I mean, to do if the, the prisons sorry, are too it's quite full. A mechanical way of describing. If the prisons it, are too full and, and the staff aren't there and the, the programs aren't there, the interventions aren't there before and after, uh, not before and well, sorry, while, while the people are in prison and afterwards, then then people just get stuck in a cycle of reoffending, uh, as the statistics that are said in the monologue again, which I can't be asked to look at now. Were they? Good. Just remember it. Just remember it. You can remember it. Yeah. Well, obviously, the, the people. And I saw that. What I saw a lot in in the while I was working for that, while I was volunteering for the charity, was people who have having real short sentences. You know, less than twelve months. And that's where there's a high percentage of people reoffending. And, yeah. and so that's not enough time to do anything with, with them, to help them in any way. Then they just get chucked back out, and then then it's difficult for them to get employed, and it's easy for them to fall back in doing the same things over and over and over again. And if there's if there's no support there, then... Yeah, that's a dysfunctional system, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It? Um, you know, whether should those people have been put into prison at all in the first place is questionable. Yeah, and that, um, that's where that's where our instincts have changed. It changed then. It's, yeah, you want to... People's... Often people have an instinct of you just want to punish them. And, and you know, some people... There does need to be an element of that, but... If they're just you know if they're just continue, going to continue if they can't get a job or if they end up homeless or if they're still addicted to drugs how how do they they're stuck in all these mental cycles if they can't get help to get out of it then it's it's just it's a false economy not to address that and to fund it essentially is what the point I was trying to make yeah no and yeah yeah. I think there's an interesting thing of like the other side of the coin. So what you're talking about is that that the kind of um, the endless cycle, people coming, getting sentences, not getting the correct um, support while they're in prison. Um, And what's interesting though is on the flip side is when prison does work well, and those people do uh, have good experiences in prison. So I've read some about this about people who come out of prison and they and and they say, well, actually. Prison for me was a really good experience. Right, um, it was a good experience because I was able to uh, reduce all of the noise and I was able to like focus on myself and you know yeah, um, improving myself and and the things which have have, have kept me back in my life and have fought, yeah, again forced me to turn to crime. Um, I've able to I've been able to like confront those things and I've been able to you know uh, further myself through education or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's but then when they get when they yeah when they get out of prison and they've had that good experience when they get out of prison they feel ashamed yeah. to tell people that yeah because there is this perception like yeah, you say right. of, yeah. uh, uh, that prison should be punishment and people shouldn't be enjoying themselves in prison <laughs> it's just that interesting like paradox it's like the thing about um, people get very angry about them being allowed um, phones or you know contact with family which is very very. Uh, that's just a, a dark instinct, and I think that, that you know that's the kind of things where I'm, I've personally moved away from when you because you really think about it and think, well, obviously, keeping contact with the family is important for people to be. If you're trying to get through this experience and learn something from it, 
You just cut the people. Oh, they shouldn't be able to see them, or shouldn't be able to wear it on mobile phone. They shouldn't be yeah. able to go on the internet or stuff like that. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> we just yeah, yeah. want people staring at the wall, you know, like with just a bed and a, a pan in there. You know, not everyone's yeah. a, a psychopath or a serial killer or whatever. <laughs> Plenty of people could be turned around with the right experience, and it's good. To say, it's good that some people do, but I imagine. Um, many people have uh, different experiences, and I don't think that's very consistent across prisons either. So no. and across regions, but, we all love you know like a Daily Mail headline about how cushy yeah, yeah. prisons are. They've got a PlayStation in the cell or something. So PlayStation Five. Are we up to yeah. five now? I don't. Um, know. I sometimes think about in the that cell, that, that, you know, that kind of thing, and they, 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 they kind of make that way. Put out, I wouldn't mind it. I want an Xbox. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah, yeah, of course you would, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm but burned. Uh, yeah, this Sorry, this idea of out. yeah, fo- fo- focus on the punishment is and is is essentially just completely dysfunctional. Yeah. Um. It's a system that doesn't work, is it? The 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 number of prisoners we have it's more like we more on this sort of take the american approach don't we They're just incarcerating lots and lots of people um yeah it's not a functioning system at all yeah it's definitely one of those where yeah like we talked about in recent weeks with uh, drugs policy and uh, housing policy we're repeating and, ourselves a little bit yeah, we're just yeah saying, it's well no no the it's, the, thing about the, <laughs> it's these things which are yeah, politically true, untenable yeah. but 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 logically uh clear <laughs> i guess <laughs> Um, yeah, I, do, I, I, I do think there is something else there, and similar to the other subjects, I guess, where there, there's like a cultural thing, isn't there? Um, which isn't yeah. just structural um, and, to, and political; it's it's cultural. Um, and what I really think it is so this the, again this so this this episode <laughs> is one of the like one of the others where it's just you and I talking, where it's just like our opinions. And we don't really have good like solid backing of some somebody <laughs> with like facts who's a specialist or anything. So hey, my, was, opi- my, opi- so my opinion, my opinion <laughs> is is that that the real problem is like a lack of empathy. Like that's really what it is. Isn't oh, it? but that's what it is. Isn't it? No, but and that's uh, there's your response right there, and you're you're part of the problem because um, <laughs> obviously the less the less like empathy you show for people who commit acts that go against our societal rules, yeah. or whether that's crime or just transgressions, like transgressions of any kind of a, of a legal kind, maybe. Um, the less we we are able to empathize, comfortable or ready to empathize with indi- other individuals who are different to us, the less we're going to be able to understand what causes it and to be able to find ways to manage it. Um, yes, we should punish certain people in in certain situations, but the overriding mission should be to like manage it, obviously, um, and obviously should be to to try and. Uh, find a way for us all to live together in a more harmonious and functional way, um, and I think we're—I think we're all guilty of this. I think you're definitely guilty of this um, of being reactionary on a bit on on the surface of like um, um, you know headlines in, in 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 newspapers about people we don't really understand doing things that we don't get and reacting in ways to say <laughs> that is fucking weird and I think it's bad, uh, even though all I'm gauging that on is a couple of sentences and it's somebody who's very very different to me. <laughs> Um, and I'm just going to say that this is like that. This is 2021, and this is this is the future now. <laughs> I don't get it. The whole future's going to kaput. The youth of today are fucking morons because of this one thing I've read about. You know, you know, some I don't know, trans athlete or something. 
Um, <coughs> and we're all guilty of it, and you're very guilty of it. <laughs> so, what you're saying is hang the pedos. <laughs> no, I'm saying hug the pedos. <laughs> no, but I, even no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's an extreme example, but even then, um, people, you know, people who who do step outside of these things which we deem to be acceptable, they very immediately get uh, put into corners and put into boxes, which mean they are separate to us and they are other. They're not human like us. They're, they're, they're these evil things which should should be separate. And that's just you know that's just not true, is it? It's just that we're not comfortable like engaging with it or well, in any way. You brought it. You brought it tonight, haven't you? Brought it. Bringing it. Well, it's your subject, Ben. I, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah, well, it's not. I wouldn't say it's my subject. It's just, <laughs> as I said, my opinion of the week. Uh, I was quite clear about that in the monologue. Brought some facts to the table. Yeah, and actually, essentially agreeing with you, and yet found a way of disagreeing with me, didn't you? Well done. <laughs> no, that's not my bit. I can be reactionary, yeah, clearly. But... Uh, Quite that, that's person. that's that's what feeds into this whole uh, this whole concept, isn't well, it? Well, I'm saying you know I'm agreeing. You know, not you know I'm not saying hug a Peter you, as you said while you were defending Peter's, but um, <laughs> and I essentially agreed with quite a lot of your points in between the whinging about me sending you pictures of things, <laughs> <laughs> stuff. So yeah, more or less agree, I think. But, yeah, okay, yeah. good, fair enough. Hug a Peter. <laughs> yeah. If you can. Okay, other shit. Um, how about some Ben's booze news? Ah, <laughs> yes. So, how's your giving up alcohol been going since we did that whole fucking episode about it? Reasonably well, except I did yeah, but there's you know there's been relapses. There's been okay. Undramatic, so the, the, very, the idea very was that you would made, made do drink nothing for yeah. twelve weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So how how long? How far did you get? Sorry, I don't mean to. I can't actually remember no, how yeah. long is. I mean, a failure is a failure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's how I think. That's why. <laughs> that's why I think. I don't even feel that bad about it, but I do want to sort of continue it to some you know limp over the line. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's crumpled a little bit. I mean, it was all why? brought on by a really. I was going through a really hard time um, at a restaurant. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought, you know, I thought, all oh, right, you know what? I'm just going to do the spontaneous thing, which I don't do enough. It's like, let's go out. Let's go. We can go, eat. We can go out and eat now. You know, the kids are startled by being outside or go being going to, going to, went to the, the garden centre the other day and like it's like a little trip for them. I know everything's like a little experience. Oh, mate, garden centres are pretty Yeah, they are, though, but, 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 you know, we used to do that a lot. So it's it, and mm. because I've been in isolation for a few weeks as well, and that just feels like it's been on top of the months and months of, of yeah. you know, of the whole space of the last year and a half or whatever. Um, it's they're still feeling like that. But and then took them to a restaurant and thought, oh, this would be nice. I won't mention the restaurant uh, name, but uh, outside it was nice, nice day. And then just almost almost immediately that getting there, it's just like this is stressful because they're just overwhelmed and being annoying immediately, especially the youngest. 
And I was just like, oh, tense. And then, you know, he, he wants to, it needs to be reasonably quick and sometimes with three, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's three, got to be slick. Three, yeah. yeah, and it just wasn't. The pandemic fucking struck. Struck me right where it hurts. In what way? When, How? They were short staffed and it was just chaos. I mean, it was chaos. I can't blame. I think they were trying to blame it too much on that. And it, you know, it was like. Oh, oh yeah. God, it was nice fucking. Skip, it wasn't just the fact that it took an hour for anything for the, any of the foods to come right. That's an hour. Yeah, but then, then how many times? What the, I get asked by different members of staff what we'd ordered. <laughs> it's just like, oh for fuck's sake. And then you know that went on and on, and then to keep bringing things. <laughs> I was got a bit. I was embarrassed for the waiter today because I was a terrible, I was a terrible waiter. So I was like, I do think when I'm in that position, I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm embarrassed for you. I've then I would be doing the same thing. Just there, they're there with various plates in the hands. Of them. They're like, "Whose are these?" I, was like, I think they're for that table over there, but they've walked out. Right? Uh, what did you What did you order? And just that happening over and over again. Right? You had the uh, meatballs? Nope. No, I didn't actually. Eventually, they brought something, and it was like because I'd ordered like uh, something with you know, garlic and oil and ch- chili, it's like simple spaghetti dish, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, but um, they didn't have any spaghetti left, so it's penne." Like, fine, fine, but it wasn't just penne. It was a totally different fucking dish. So I'm like, right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> It was so they brought penne arrabbiata, which is you know it's not what I ordered, and I'm a bit you know I get a bit like oh, yeah. that's not what I ordered. I've yeah. been thinking about that. I want more of it. You know, a bit like that yeah. inside, and mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult. It's difficult experience. <laughs> I, wa- I wanted the thing I ordered, not this. Yeah. I like this if it's made well, which it wasn't. And the other thing was right. Can I ask if I can I get some parmesan cheese? Um, we don't have any left uh, at the moment, but we do have mozzarella. You shouldn't be serving pasta in a restaurant, you mook. Mozzarella? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? And that was just too ba, ba, ba. much. That was just too much. A man has only got so Sorry, far. you asked for parmesan and he said, no, but we've no, I don't got think it was mozzarella. exactly this. Yeah, I know. Come on. Come on, mate. That mozzarella's not the what same is fucking this? thing. God's sake. And, you know, then you're getting close Get to me. It's like, can we just, you know, just wish, I wish I'd fucking not paid for any of it because it was all so shit and just Yeah, you probably up. shouldn't have done, yeah. But in the end, I did just you definitely could have got to try and compensate. It. I just ate lots. I was like, I'm fucking eating it. And then Joe left about mm-hmm. half fares and I ate that as well. And then I felt very shit for about two days. <laughs> okay. But and essentially what happened is at one point of a point of stress, they said, well, we'd like to get you around the drinks on us and I was like I'm not ordering a fucking cook if it's free <laughs> Yorkshireman I'm fucking not ordering it. that's not value for money is it so yeah. I said, would you like, actually what he said is he said would you like a beer mate a pint mate and I was like yes actually yes I would thank you finally for someone for asking and uh, there was no real pushback from my wife my wife so my wife um, I just went ahead and drank the sweet sweet nectar or, yeah, I mean... But it was undramatic. Yeah, I didn't um, then go um, home and smash it or anything like that. You know, that well, that's good. That's good. That's the important thing, I'm not I trying think. To, uh, that's, and that's something that we're more concerned about, me and my wife yeah. and, you know, loved ones, that you learn to... I mean, it's still a failure. <laughs> it's still a failure of abstinence. But, but you know, the long-term goal is is more important, which is just to, you know, you can drink and not 
wreck yourself. <laughs> I mean, whether whether this whether the the actual thing happened exactly as you as you described it or not, I think you've managed to absolve yourself in the <laughs> eyes of myself and the listeners. I think you you know so at least we look at you and think, well, he's had a drink, but that sounds that sounds all right. That sounds okay. <laughs> you didn't go and get drunk. I mean, whether it happened like that or not is another thing. But at least that's that's what we think now as a result. Maybe of the in three episodes, I'm just like. Bah, uh, like I have been in quite a few <laughs> previous episodes, yes, I imagine. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. we and sometimes we. <laughs> I mean, not always me. So, so have I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that will happen again. But I, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. Still, I'm not. I mean, it's not. It's failed abstinence already. But I'm still trying to just not drink for the best I can. You're doing okay. You're doing all right, yeah. So, you yeah. Know. You've failed, but you've, yeah. you're failing yeah, it's great, gracefully. Got to rehabilitate right. me. Yeah. Got to address yeah. my social needs to ensure the cycle of addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, what else has been going on? Anything else? Uh, what are the things I said? I can't remember. <laughs> I did send you a list. You've been watching out? Um, yeah, I watched the show you recommended finally. Which one? Invincible. Invincible? The, the cartoon on... Oh, yes. The animation, should I say, for adults. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Prime. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon's coming up again. Just want to say, <laughs> I like Amazon and all the services they provide. Yep. And I like, like, big penis-shaped rockets that get sent up into the nearly into space and then back down again. <laughs> you paid for this. You, the guy, the people who work for me and the people who buy all my shit, you paid for this. Does it not think Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, little people. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, did, I fucking did pay. I'm paying for that with all the shit I buy from you, you twat. And then there's fucking people there working in these warehouses. Just like, fuck you. Content-wise, I've been... Um, uh, I've been watching two things in multiple ways. No, I've been consuming two things in multiple ways, I've realised. Right. So, like, I was trying to think of, like, the porn analogy for this. Like, porn? it's not it's not double penetration. Well, it is, it's like double What's penetration. Porn analogy? So, so I'm, I'm re-watching again the, off, the American Office all the way through. I'm watching that. Even though, I've, even though I've done that, like, two or three Best times. Time I've watched. I don't know what, why, I don't know why. I'm just going through that all the way through. But at the same time, like at the same time, I'm listening to the Office Ladies podcast, oh. which is Pam and Angela. They've oh. done a podcast where they go through every single episode. Ah, right, yeah. That's a bit of a thing. <laughs> and the they talk about... Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing that at the same time. And I'm also reading the book of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, uh, yes. And watching the film back again in stints, in like 20, 20 minute, half an hour stints. I mean, obviously, it's only, what? To, Some kind of fucking it, three analysis. Three hours going long on or something. Here. No, I, don't, I, just, I just happened upon I think it's, it's I think what, it's, what it speaks to is the dearth of good new content in this world. And really, I've got to go back and like just. Well, I've bought a book because I thought, you know, I'm trying to get back reading and I'm reading uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley at the moment. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to give that a fucking read. Do you want to do a round off? Do you want to round up? Round up. Ben's round up. It's about 20 minutes in total. Ben's round up. Hugapedo. That's it, basically. That was a summary of the. Yeah. My opinion on that. Mm -hmm. Rehabilitation. Let's just say it in words. Rehabilitation, not just punishment. Hug a pedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
the pandemic is getting out of control and ruining people's restaurant experiences, which is obviously more important than people <laughs> getting ill and dying. It's more important to yeah. me because that's happening to me. Yeah. And, um, and the best way up, to d- deliver content is through multiple orifices. Yeah, that's the way. To... Oh, sorry, I don't know. Uh, sorry. So anyway, you follow us at UnravelPod on Twitter. And we are on Facebook, but not figured out how to fucking, what to put on there just yet. But another episode in 12 weeks. And I feel we're going to have to move on from this thing where it's like drugs, crime, housing. <laughs> you know, that's if you get into it, you've got to break that pattern now, I think. Because otherwise it's like people are going to be like, well, you've run out of things to fucking say now. You've all just dealt with one tiny bit of an insanely broad subject. Move on. Yeah, so we need to yeah. break all that, and this has to be something different. We have got an an idea, but that is not confirmed yet. Something <laughs> to get excited about. What's well, in the mystery one box? Idea. Good. We did this last time. We didn't know this. We didn't know what we we're going to talk about this week. Last week, and this has been no, exactly, yeah, heavily edited into something. All right, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Well, yeah. Nice one. Nice one. Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Goodbye. Love you. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs>